definition of theory is as follows. A plausible or scientifically acceptable general principle or body of principles offered to explain phenomena. What's up, theorists? I am your host, Can Goods. Welcome back to the Can Theory Show. Um, I am sincerely apologizing for the absence of last week's episode. There was some personal stuff going on. We got a new family member. This is Lando. Hey, say hi, Lando. Say hi. And he's been occupying a lot of my free time. So, sorry, I was unable to get that episode out on time. But here we are today, and we're going to be talking about MKUltra. So, beginning back in the 50s, after World War II, we started off with Operation Paperclip, bringing over Nazi scientists. There's a long history of using psychoactive drugs to attempt to mind control people. And with the advancement of the Cold War, the Soviets had already begun doing this, or at least America thought they'd begun doing it, and... What else is there to do but beat them to the punch and just try to perfect mind control better than they can? So, MKUltra was a program developed by the United States government back in 1953, and it was an attempt to use any kind of substances they could find in order to mind control people, and they used this on their own agents and immigrants, pretty much anyone who was willing to participate and also unwilling participants. And it goes deep. A lot of this stuff, they had sites all over the world. They really didn't have too many in America itself, even though it was an American government operation, because testing on actual living people was illegal in the States. So they had sites set up in Canada, all over the place. Canada has a notable one. That's why I mentioned that one. We'll come back to that later. The leading theory of the time was that psychedelic substances such as LSD and mescaline could be used as a truth serum in interrogation processes. These substances went hand in hand with torture, sensory deprivation, and hypnosis in order to push their patients to the extreme. Well, subjects, I should say. But how did it all begin? Whose idea was it to use these callous methods for interrogation and torture with psychoactive substances? So it all began back in World War II with the ideas of Nazi Germany and imperialist Japan using mind control techniques on prisoners. And who was in charge of the Nazi experiments? None other than Kurt Blom. That's right. From the first episode when I spoke about Operation Paperclip, Kurt Blom was one of the most notorious paperclip boys. And now he's back again. And when America brought him over to the States, this was his actual line of work that he conducted. But back in World War II, Kurt Blom, when he was a member of the Nazi regime, was conducting biological weapon experimentation on concentration camp prisoners. These included cholera, typhoid, anthrax, and sarin, which is a particularly nasty nerve agent. It causes severe brain damage, muscular damage, and respiratory damage, and he used planes to administer it. He'd fly them over and release the gas overhead into the air of the concentration camp. Following the end of World War II, Kurt Blum was indicted on war crime charges. He was brought to Nuremberg at the trial, but he was acquitted of all charges by the United States. They gave him a free pass 
in order for him to provide the information and research that he conducted. And he turned all this over to America in 1947. Following this, he was assigned to Operation Paperclip and sent to Camp King, which was a former Nazi base that had now been turned into a black site by the United States government. Now, for those curious cats out there, a black site is a secret base that they conduct experimentation on behind the scenes so nobody knows about it. So through legal practices and extremely questionable supervision, that's where all these experiments began and the brainchild for MKUltra spread. The CIA, or the Central Intelligence Agency, was founded in 1947 and was a follow-up to the Office of Strategic Services, or OSS. At the time, the CIA was completely free of any monitoring. They were free to do whatever they wanted with complete impunity, and their main goal was to combat the USSR and espionage faculties. Not only were they completely undeterred in these efforts and whatever they chose, they were granted money by the federal government to pursue these endeavors, namely being mind control. It got now that the Soviet Union had been conducting mind control experiments on prisoners, civilians, and even their own agents. This fear propelled the CIA to get one step ahead of the competition, and CIA Director Alan Dulles ordered that we go ahead and join in on the fun. Thus begins Project Artichoke. The CIA had noted how illicit substances had been used to alter the consciousness during patients of interrogation. Under Project Artichoke, they administered marijuana, cocaine, heroin, peyote, mescaline, and LSD in an attempt to try to get these people to act as sleeper agents to assassinate specific targets. The people selected for Project Artichoke were typically immigrants or CIA agents themselves. And for example, there was a CIA agent who was dosed with LSD every day for 77 days straight. Project Artichoke continued its operations until CIA Director Alan Dulles decided to revamp the program and go more into it, and now we have the birth of MKUltra. The plan was to take it to a whole new extreme. They used their facilities all over the globe as a loophole so they could conduct these experiments in the dark because it was illegal to do so in the United States. So I have to preface everything that we're going to discuss about MKUltra, as there's minimal documentation that was actually saved that provided the research information on the manipulation of the human mind and consciousness. All the documentation was in order to be destroyed in 1973 by Director Richard Helms of the CIA, and they destroyed everything, and their whole claim was that they didn't want the paperwork and information and research to get out because they didn't want it to be misunderstood. I mean, I wouldn't either. You're doing illegal experimentation on people's minds, and then you just have the free grace to just cover it up. Nobody talks about it afterwards, and it went on. It still continued after this. Lots of people were involved in the operation. We had CIA agents, physicians, and so many more. And it was all covered up. There were so many experiments going on all over the globe. All of these experiments were in direct violation of many, many like formal regulations that should be followed, such as the Hippocratic Oath, the Nuremberg Code, 
the United States Constitution, and the UN Declaration of Human Rights. However, thanks to John Marks and his book, The Search for the Manchurian Candidate, The Secret History of Behavioral Sciences, we may have all but lost any semblance of MKUltra, a project that now has slipped into the realm of conspiracy theory, rightfully so, with its background. This is an amazing topic, and it deserves more coverage than it actually gets. I know there's a lot of misinformation about it out there, but these experiments actually happened, and some of them are documented, and there are witnesses. There were fatalities. People actually died. Somebody jumped through a window when he was on LSD when they were in an interrogation, and the United States government was in charge of this and letting it happen. So fueled by the fear of the Soviet Union, the United States government went off the deep end and just started conducting CIA black site experimentation with illegal psychoactive substances. But then again, if you look at the history of America and some of the other things that they've done in the past, it's not too surprising. But I digress. John Marks was even commended on his discoveries of MKUltra and his researches because the federal government was unable to find as much as he did about the project. Some of the documentation that was revealed from MKUltra and precursor projects revealed that they were really trying to create a Manchurian candidate. A Manchurian candidate is a sleeper agent that the CIA can control and have do whatever they want, whether it be assassination, and they wouldn't even know that they were a part of it, and they could flip a switch and pretty much change them over. They would try to conduct this by dosing them up on primarily LSD and then conducting hypnosis. They would try to brainwash them, and a lot of people who went through these experiments actually suffered from severe memory loss. Another tactic of the agency was to try and find spies, and they would completely erase their memories and replace them with false memories so they had no idea that they were working in cahoots. I want to jump back to Project Artichoke. I'm sorry for jumping around a little bit on this episode, but I want to try to cover as much as I can because it's so fascinating. So back during the Korean War, we have some incidents that are incredibly offensive being conducted by Project Artichoke. Under the cover of conducting polygraph testing, they were using a depressant known as sodium amytal and benzedrine to try and obtain a truth serum. Original tests were proven to be very successful, and the CIA kept the documentation, but it has been heavily censored. One of the questions in the reports includes the following. Can an individual of blank descent, any descent that is, be made to perform an act of attempted assassination involuntarily under the influence of artichoke? This question would provide an unfavorable answer as unwitting participants were nearly impossible to control and they were just dosing them with spiked beverages, alcoholic beverages that had other truth serum chemicals in there. And they were pretty unsuccessful in that manner. Really, MKUltra never really would have been as prominent if not for the founding of LSD when first synthesized by Swiss chemist Albert Hoffman. 
Hoffman ingested the substance known as LSD for the first time when he was working with fungi. He went on to ride his bicycle home from work, and this has now become a historic event of the first time that somebody has ever tripped on acid, and he experienced very vivid hallucinations and visual effects. The CIA began using LSD in the MKUltra experiments about 10 years after it was first synthesized. The agents involved in conducting experiments sought to use these mind-altering substances as well as other psychological practices in order to attain their results and completely bypass ethical standards. The CIA bypassed this with the Human Ecology Fund or the Society for the Study of Human Ecology. This is how they received their funding and were able to keep the process going with a legitimate cover operation. This way, CIA agents could conduct their experiments, and it wouldn't be directly linked back to the CIA itself. And in some cases, they were completely unaware that this work was being done for the interests of national security. During the investigations of MKUltra later on, they discovered that 44 colleges and universities, 15 research organizations and pharmaceutical companies, 12 hospitals, and 3 penal institutions all had a hand in the research conducted for MKUltra. Remember that there were physicians and doctors that were also linked with MKUltra. And remember, this is all in blatant disregard of the Hippocratic Oath, which when you're sworn in as a doctor, you are held accountable and must care for the sick and the ill and provide the best treatment that you are able to do. And being that you are an official doctor with a PhD and you're just ignoring the Hippocratic Oath, that's a huge deal. And if known, you could have your uh, sorry operating license revoked even. All in all, any doctor or physician that was actually involved was actually causing harm to these patients. And, you know, through torture methods, just supervising to make sure that nothing goes wrong, but they're bystanders knowingly of human experimentation. At the end of the day, Richard Helms' order to erase all documentation of MKUltra really just raises more questions, and they've never been too upfront about it. Every document and research that's related is very censored or has been destroyed completely which is pretty extreme to do. You know you're doing something that's pretty fishy. You have the claim that's for national security. But you're dosing your own agents with psychedelic compounds, unwitting people who had no idea, willing people who had no idea what they were signing up for for these experimentations. It's just all a crazy mess, and then they covered it all up by destroying documentation so it wouldn't be misunderstood. That's about as conspiracy theory as it gets. No wonder there's a lot of questions about MKUltra. Following the Watergate scandal, which led to Richard Nixon's resignation in 1974, Gerald Ford ordered an investigation of MKUltra in the CIA operations. A New York Times report leaked the first information of MKUltra, and this influenced the Ford administration to spearhead the operation and investigation. The investigation proved to be more than they had bargained for, and when they discovered 
that these covert operations that the CIA was conducting, they were baffled. Now let's get into some of the cases that are of the people who were subjected to these tortures. We have Whitey Bulger, a former crime boss who was serving time at a penitentiary, and he says this of his experience as a test subject. Eight convicts in a panic and paranoid state. Total loss of appetite, hallucinating. The room would change shape, hours of paranoia and feeling violent. We experienced horrible periods of living nightmares and even blood coming out of the walls. Guys turning into skeletons in front of me. I saw a camera change into the head of a dog. I felt like I was going insane. Yeah, and this guy's seen some crazy stuff being a crime boss, so he's no angel, but he was subjected to psychological torture. In San Francisco, we have CIA agent George White converting a bedroom into a trap office. So they put up a two-way mirror that they could observe through, and what they would do is find men on the street, and they would hire prostitutes to spike their drinks, drug them with LSD, bring them up to the room, do Operation Midnight Climax things, and the whole time they would be being observed through this two-way mirror. So Operation Midnight Climax, after the Operation Midnight Climax things happened, the study was to see if these drug CIA agents would reveal information to the prostitutes involving secret matters. And turns out it worked. George White being really into voyeurism is kind of a strange character to be running these. And he said, I toiled wholeheartedly in the vineyards because it was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, cheat, steal, rape, and pillage with the sanction of the blessing of the all-highest? The CIA, I suppose. It's crazy, all of the Operation Midnight Climax stuff. And I'm going to go ahead and bring it to our condensed segment, guys. There's so much more about MK Ultra. A lot of it's hearsay and misinformation, but... It's really kind of conspiracy theory territory because it deserves to be. Honestly, the cover-up that was involved in it, destroying documentation, is super questionable. The discoveries that have been made about it are pretty substantial. I mean, and that's just scratching the tip of the iceberg, I'm sure. They had so many different operations going all over the world and all these different sites. I just think it's pretty crazy that the CIA was left unchecked and able to do this stuff. I think now there's more regulation behind it. It's more monitored for sure. But who knows what's going on behind the scenes. If history repeats itself, there's always some crazy stuff that, if not our government, other governments, it's going on all the time. And MKUltra is a super prevalent weird circumstance that happened as a result of Cold War tension. And I think that they took it way too far. I don't think it was necessary, especially when they conduct on unwitting subjects. And even the ones who 
offered to sign up for it, they got way more than they bargained for. Nobody knew what kind of psychological testing that they were about to experience. I don't know. It's, it's a fascinating topic, and I just want to close it out there. And you guys can definitely check it out on your own. There's so much more. It's so crazy. And I just want to say once again, I'm sorry that last week I wasn't able to make an episode. It's just been a really crazy time this month. A lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And I do love you guys. Thank you for sticking with me and for all the support. Like, comment, subscribe. Check us out on all the media platforms on Instagram, Discord, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube whatever we're on everything twitter as well um i love you guys this is your host can goods signing off